Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Boy, you back. <laughs> it feels good, too. That's where I went wrong in the relationship, too. Suck his dick, don't pacify him. Well, okay, I got that, too. But <laughs> I was not supposed to be on the mic. I don't like to say people when I mean white people. Acknowledge the shit that black people have went through. Excuse my voice, y'all. I've been drinking. <laughs> this is big mama's, uh, oh, God. One cheek. <laughs> So first of all, I actually hate that I don't have any headphones. I can't move too much because my chair squeaks a little bit because we because we (laughs) we're recording from the home studio today Mm -hmm. as opposed to being in the actual studio. Mm -hmm. So you're the only one with a headset. Hey, because I need it. I have to hear myself. Otherwise, I will slip into my baby voice. I think you like to hear yourself talk. I do. As opposed to to, to hear yourself. I do. I'm an only child. I grew up talking to myself. So... I want to first. I want to start off first of all by just apologizing because I know we haven't been doing oh, really? ep- no because we haven't been doing as many episodes as we normally would do or generally would do because we have a life and like I put po- but we normally are pretty good about putting stuff out every week or we record a heavy dose of some on a weekend and then we kind of mm-hmm. keep them going out so I just felt like hey instead of trying to work on going to the studio it feels weird talking with our headphones you can tell I'm trying to just grasp you look like a bashful little kid <laughs> your cheeks well the dude shaved my beard down some and I feel like I've gained some weight because my cheeks are bigger or maybe it's, maybe it's you can just see them more yeah they're more defined yeah. it's probably because of the beard though mm-hmm. because of the yeah I guess so but anyways I like you've been, how you walked your way into a compliment <laughs> No, that's not. Oh my God, bro. So I think y'all definitely you gonna, they're going to hear you probably talk more. Yeah. Because yeah. we're at home for whatever. Because you've been like chit chatting. You got your wine bottle here. You done turned this bitch straight up to the head yeah. like his beer. So you know, you're sitting like Wednesday. in your tomboy stance. Yeah. So we definitely at home. I'm going to start this motherfucker off first of all by saying I've never watched reality TV. That's not really my thing. You know what I'm saying? We got somebody from here, uh, from Dallas. It's a DJ who's on a local. Uh, he's not on a local show, but I think they're filming it out in California. Yeah, he With would, DJ ASAP. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a, a Dallas nightlife who's on one of these Baby reality TV Beyonce. shows and shit. And then you got me watching. Got you watching what? Love is Blind. Hey, that's a good show. Quit, quit, first of all, that's, let that's that be the last time show. that that shit. Like, no, you can't control me, okay? <laughs> why, but why are you so free at fucking home? Like, because I try to get I'm you to home. talk all the time. You at you you at my place. Okay. But the point of the matter is, what I'm saying is, <laughs> Thanks why for you don't, being politically correct. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, why don't you bring that kind of, same kind of energy when we're in the studio? This you is know, literally, this is literally all I'll be asking you for right here. You go People to, always say, "Why do I give you a hard time?" Because I know that this is in you, 
And in the studio, I feel like I am literally a fucking dentist. I got to pull your fucking teeth to no, make you fucking talk. No. See, okay, when you go to another place, you're not in control of the environment. You're not in control of the energy. So there's no telling what all went on before we got to the studio when we got to the studio true and so it just and then in the studio you got all these cameras in your face i wonder why my okay there you go i was gonna say i wonder why my microphone not lighting up like yours is but i see it now yeah okay great so you have all these cameras (laughs) in your face no that's true and that plays a part too because especially me since you know i'm in my fluffy stage right now trying to come out of it it's like i'm trying to always make sure my posture is right okay don't want nobody to you know see the little extra Shit I got going on right now It ain't as bad as you make it's it not, so It's not It's really that. not Can you hear me? Yes I feel like I, I, I just feel like nobody can hear me We hear you I feel like I need some headphones So you got me watching Love is Blind mm-hmm. And you want to introduce this shit Cause I mean You've already watched the whole goddamn season I'm yeah. on episode 2 Start of 3 Well I don't I really don't know how to introduce it Like everybody's been talking about it um, I thought it was a great show because it seems like an experiment that I would be game for. Yeah. And I even told you, like, I would probably do this shit. Yeah. But halfway through it, I hit you up and I was like, no, nah, I changed my mind because one of the uh, people on the show reminded me of myself. And I'm like, oh. So uh-huh. everybody's talking about I, the first of all, shout out to the homie Geechee at the Pardon My Bullshit mm-hmm. uh, podcast out in D.C. So shout out to Geechee, shout out to Brio and shout out to Dathan. This is I was on Instagram and I saw on Geechee's oh, stories yeah. where he had posted the clip of the fluid dude yeah. and Diamond. Yeah. And it was like the real rambunction. Up. Yeah, it was like oh. the blow up. So I won't get right to yeah. it. But that's how I found out about it. And Geechee was like, yo, why y'all didn't tell me this shit popping like this? And see, right there, I'm going to have to stop <laughs> you because that's not how you found out about the show. I had actually told you. Nigga, that is how I found out about <laughs> no, the goddamn show. You probably told me about to it, but clearly you me. didn't explain it or give me a good review of it. So that's how I found out about the goddamn show is from Geechee in D.C. Okay, well, now, shout out to Geechee. Well, I done told you, do better with your storytelling skills. <laughs> Maybe that's the fucking reason why I didn't well, I comprehend told you about or the, the shit didn't stick with me. I told you about Cameron and Lauren. That's who everybody's talking about. You talking about it. I got white people talking about it at work. I got fucking Geechee posting this. I just thought this. it was real cute. Cameron and Lauren, I think it's cute because interracial dating is a thing that I don't know if people are talking about it, but it's being slid in every commercial, every TV show, every news it ad, is. every serial commercial, mm-hmm. every everything. Just like everything else. And right now, it's predominantly black women being and with white with. men. Mm-hmm. I have no problems with that, especially in the in in mm-hmm. the in the situation of Cameron and Lauren. First of all, you don't really know who you're getting. I'm pretty sure they know if you you know if it's white or black. The show Love Is Blind is basically, and this is how you introduce a show. I know we'd be trying to talk to you about that, and you was like, "Oh, I don't know how to introduce. Don't even say it. Just do what you normally do." That's why you're the host, and I'm the co-host. So this is how you introduce the show. You, I mean, like a concept. You just say Love Is Blind. You basically told me about this. It's a show on Netflix, mm-hmm. and the concept of the show is mm-hmm. Love Is Blind. They have contestants, men and women. They come together. They sit in this box. Mm-hmm. It's a wall between them. They never see each other. So they have to fall in love within nine days. And they have to fall in love based on just the person's personality and same or different interests. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it wasn't within nine days. It was just some people. I thought you said you had to be. No, I was saying that some people got proposed to before it had even been nine days. I was wondering about that because yeah. it was saying like 30 some days to the marriage right. when I was looking at it. Right. So what is it an actual time frame that they have to pick? 
Um, it I seemed like the, niggas was picking within nine days. Yeah, a lot of them did get picked within that time frame, yeah. but I forgot the actual one before. So most of these people were getting picked within nine days. Mm-hmm. But Cameron and Lauren, the reason it, it jumps off the page to everybody is because Cameron is a white engineer. Lauren a is white a white scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a bunch of engineers on there. But he was a white scientist. And Lauren, I don't know what she did. But she, said she was a content creator. OK, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's a lot of those. So basically, uh, Cameron, not. I'm just saying it's, they make a great couple. Yeah, they do. A couple of things that were hard for me that, that was hard for me. Uh-huh. Like they said they when I watched it, they said they loved each other after like the third day. So that's, that's why impo- I wanted you to watch it because I know I how you say feel about imp- it. I won't say it's impossible and I'll tie this all together. Mm-hmm. I will not say it's impossible, but it is dangerous very dangerous it's dangerous to feel that way mm-hmm. but after watching this all this show was mm-hmm. was talking to a bitch on the phone that's all it was remember in high school when somebody oh, yeah. would say hey yo i got a home girl or mm-hmm. i got a homeboy and they try and hook you up mm-hmm. and they just tell you they fine yeah. you don't know who it is blind dating before blind dating starting the shit started back in 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 kindergarten yeah. and shit but basically not in kindergarten i was niggas was goosing and shit mm-hmm. but But the point of the matter is, somebody hook you up, you talk on the phone. Right. This show is dangerous, and Love is Blind is dangerous because I, have too, have been in situations where I was uh, metaphorically on another side of a wall, basically being on a phone call, uh-huh. and you talking on the phone, and you, it's so easy to, like, grasp a person's concept. It's so easy to grasp mm-hmm. their personality, right. and you can literally fall for those people. Yeah. Also, so- this could be considered long-distance relationship shit. Like, you don't see them, you have to fall in love with that person. You may have seen yeah. them, but you have to fall in love well, with the I concept of being with that person. Well, I think it takes it a step further because even with long distance and even with, you know, to talking to somebody on the me. phone, it's different because they actually had all of their devices taken away. So you didn't get an opportunity to go and research this person and yeah. find out more, to look at pictures, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think that made a difference. Um, the thing that stood out to me the most besides Cameron and Lauren was the whole Barnett or Barnett or Barnett situation. But I wasn't done with Cameron and Lauren. Oh, okay. Well, I just wanted to get to the part that stood out to me because you'll accuse me of not chiming in. So as long as you know that I'm ready. No, that's why it's an outline. Okay, go right ahead. I really feel like we taking this back to like our second year of starting the podcast. Are you serious? But no, but for real, the reason I, the reason I did like Cameron and Lauren, Mm -hmm. they did both seem genuine, even within reality TV. Mm Mm-hmm. Camera, I mean, it was a little cheesy with extra cheese a when they start crying and shit. So, like, well, it, you know, I was texting you because I was just like, yo, this is a lot of fucking cheese. That's because you're not to digest. Emotional. I'm lactose. You're not a super intolerant. emotional person. So, it's like to have that, I was just like, three days, y'all niggas crying and y'all talking about y'all love each other and y'all in love. But also, the, de- the, the, the hard part about this show is they really don't show you the back conversations. Mm-hmm. They're giving you bits and pieces throughout. I'm pretty sure it was deeper That's what I'm saying. But that, and, and in that case, if they showed some of those deeper conversations, like going to Barnett. Mm-hmm. Barnett, Amber got Barnett because when she cried and talked about the abortion that time, that's what I'm telling you. Can't tell me. That's when they connected. Everything else from Barnett seemed to be fun, lollygag and bullshit and whatever. But when she, after whatever connection they had behind the scenes, on top of that, that's why she won. Other than the that, part, it would have been Elsie. The part that got me was the fact that up until he chose, like right up until he chose, he said out of his mouth, he was like, I know that Elsie would be with me forever she's gonna love me blah blah and like he said bo do i want to marry myself and the thing about it is i've always been lc the girl that everybody likes 
but never really chooses. I hope somebody have watched this show because I feel like if they haven't, then we just talking a bunch of gibberish. People right now. have watched it, and even if they haven't, they get a. Well, I hope some of the listeners us. have. But that's why she won. Elsie, Elsie seemed like a great person, but just like anybody else, how do you take rejection? She did not take rejection well. And I think it's but, difficult because if that was her history, like she said, I'm always this girl. Yeah. So it makes it. Yeah. But you also have to the the I think the benefit that we get and I think now they I'm sure they've been able to watch this show themselves is that Barnett did have to make a hard fucking decision. This is one of the he did. This is what people don't understand. This is you. People will you see mean. men as jerks. You have three women. Barnett had three women. Let's just say it's online dating. You have mm-hmm. three girls that you went out with in a week because why would you be loyal to any of these women when it's online dating? Mm-hmm. A lot of women go on online dating and they'll find one dude and they'll lock in on one dude and then they'll think the dude is a piece of shit because he's locked in on three girls. Mm-hmm. So with Barnett being locked in on three women, he had to figure out what it was. He narrowed it down. Thank God he didn't pick Jessica crazy oh, she, ass. Yeah. And LC, not being funny, no matter what her history is, mm-hmm. her response showed who she was mm-hmm. it really did and with amber not being funny what was so bad about her response though because all i remember was she was just like well you, you can't well she was like you can't drag somebody along and say the things that you've said to me and be real but yes the fuck you can and online dating we mm-hmm. all have told i've dated three to five girls uh, at, yeah at, i know you have and out of five i know at least it's been two and three at some point in time where i've liked or cared the same for different reasons mm-hmm. about multiple people. And so you tell each one. You tell them their own individual thing. That's literally what it is. Just Some tell their own individual thing because mm-hmm. they've had three individual connections. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have that guy that tells every bitch the same thing, which is the good morning beautiful text that you see when people say, you yeah. know, that text where they like, oh, you saying that shit, you probably sending that to everybody. Right. But other than that, like he didn't really, from what I saw, the portions they show with Barnett, he didn't, he didn't tell three individual stories. I mean, he didn't tell three of the same stories. Mm-hmm. He told three individual stories. He was a joker. Mm-hmm. He was fun. Yeah. You could tell he was a sexual person because of the little shitty, little, you know, mm-hmm. slights he made. But like Diamond said about him, when Diamond spoke, she said, I heard all these girls saying this stuff about Barnett. And I was like, what do you see in him? Yeah. He's childish. Yeah. He's young. Mm-hmm. He won Amber, mm-hmm. who's childish mm-hmm. and young. That's why when they first saw each well, other. also... A certain part in the show it kind of seemed like she was homeless before she did the show well that's what i heard and i read something on, like, like a all this debt, debt and, stuff, and shit yeah and he was concerned about that because yeah because basically it, yeah. they it was an episode where they each got to go to their respective homes i thought about and, that i was like what are people lives like after yeah, they leave the show and yeah. so now the part that got me was when they pulled up to his house she was like oh it's so cute it's so small but she didn't even have a home to go to like they didn't show them going to her home because she was like, oh, well, where I was, it wasn't even mine anyway. So I'm just looking forward to moving in here. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was hearing something about that. That's another thing um, when they was posting the clips and stuff. Yeah. It was people talking about that. They were saying she had a lot of debt, whatever, whatever. And, I mean, we all know people have student loan debt, whatever. But what are you doing? Student loan debt is different. That's what I'm saying. But what are you doing? Because Student loan debt and car notes, that's different than having credit card bills for expensive trips clothes yeah and cars you know shoes well, she and had shit like a that makeup credit card that, that was that's ridiculous out. exactly but then the most ridiculous part was he asked her how many days of the week did she work and she was like whenever i want to and it, later on it, 
I know it's a tank knows. mechanic. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, she was she was previously in the military. I, I know what a tank mechanic yeah. is, but I'm like that ain't something you doing all the time. But I just thought that okay, if you have this debt and you haven't been paying on broken it, broken down tanks you see outside of the fucking road. Oh my god, a tank we mechanic. Not, we not gonna go into that. Yo, if a bitch come to me and tell me a tank mechanic, I'm gonna say, how many months of the year are you working, bitch? Because if you ain't working for Lockheed Martin, I'm not sure who tanks you fixing. So I just thought that that part was interesting. Yeah. So yeah, you might meet somebody on the show. Love is blind, but also yeah. you want to make sure everything else kind of line up too. Is that what you got? Yeah, See, you put time. this, you said proposal in nine days or less. I knew well, I wasn't crazy. Well, that's because uh, a, a few of them did get proposed to in okay, nine days Okay, you know what? I get it. And Because you said, yeah, so how long does it take exactly. you to fuck? I ain't trying to put you on blast. I'm just saying. Now, I'm going to tell you who Any got fucked you up. Get. You got to, first of all, you need to learn how to deal with rejection. That's what this show should have taught people. They should have had a counselor after for every <laughs> person who was told no. Who got fucked up, though? Uh, Mark got fucked over. Even though it shows whatever he got, like yeah, he really Jessica did. was wrong mm-hmm. the whole entire time. She really wanted but, to be with. But you know what? I'll play devil's advocate for Jessica because Jessica, she like you said, she wanted to be with Barnett. She was feeling Mark in the beginning. She was, but, but when she found out how young he was, mm-hmm. when she found out a few other things about him, mm-hmm. you can see she did start to seem disinterested. And then, then she, she went, went and told him. Yeah, after talking how, to Barnett. But then when he shut her down, she came back crying like, "Babe, it's you. I want you." No, nah. but he didn't shut her down at that time. Like he didn't even shut her down. He just said he needed time to think. Mm-hmm. After she told him it wasn't going to be anything. Yeah. And he that's when he was like, "Yo, you can't be playing with my feelings. If it's somebody else, whatever, whatever." So then she goes back. Barnett fucking tells her. Yeah. He didn't even tell her no. He was just like, I'm unsure. Yeah. He was in that stage. Like I understood that because I can be indecisive did. when it comes mm-hmm. to dating and and and, and settling mm-hmm. down. This is now where we need cameras in in here so people can see my face. No one cares. <laughs> so then, <laughs> but but Barnett, you know, so he Barnett told Jessica, yo. Mm-hmm. He didn't even say it ain't going to be you. He just told her he was confused. And she was like, well, I don't know. This is bullshit. Well, because he also misspoke. And he was like, oh, I marry you tomorrow. Bitch, it's a game show. I know it is. Bitch, but I'm, you got you, you going to choose another, your words. And you going to, but you going to a whole nother room <laughs> with other people. Where they talking about this nigga. Then this bitch was dirty because this bitch went in there and started talking. Right. And, talking about, and he didn't say, talking about he's a jerk. Yeah. This is the thing. This is another thing why I was on Barnett's side. Men get the bad side of the stick all the time mm-hmm. when we're talking to multiple women. Mm-hmm. And then women say, if you're not interested, just tell us you're not interested. Mm-hmm. But maybe we're not interested or we don't realize we're not interested until a month after, you know, a month has passed. And then when we realize you ain't interested because you couldn't even hold my attention for a month, mm-hmm. then we got to go. But then when we tell you instead of fucking you over and staying, we still wrong. If we stay and fuck you for a year and then leave, we took the pussy and everything else, and we were still wrong. Okay, moving on. Uh, I think that also Diamond and Carlton, that situation was very That's difficult. the part that I saw that Geechee posted where Carlton had oh got into God. it with her. I hate that he called her out like and that. And he called her a bitch. <laughs> and and she her. got mad, and then he was like, yo, we ain't been sliding since day one. So I that was the first clip I saw. So I didn't know what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. But Diamond's wig had been sliding since day one. But he did not have to call her. I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw her, she was pretty. She mm-hmm. had ass. She looks kind of familiar to me. I, she did. Yeah. I. She's from Atlanta, right? I, I think she was from Atlanta, but she did look familiar. That's the first thing I said. Mm-hmm. But the thing about her was, call me what you want. I will not date a black woman mm-hmm. who 
wears wigs like that where it's like sitting and then you got this baby hair design. Oh my god. And it's Not and it's and it's blatant disrespect <laughs> because you have two different edges. And then a lot of these black women, they don't get the color that matches their actual oh skin god. tone. Some of them will be light skinned with a brown skin wig base head. Then they will have a dark skinned girl wearing a light skinned one with a light skinned no, wig base no. head. I don't understand no. that. So when Carlton said I he was wrong for calling her a bitch because she she is not a bitch. I don't know her. A woman should be not be called a bitch. But he was he did not tell a lie when he said your wig has been sliding since day one. He didn't have to say it on It was him. already there. I know. <laughs> it was already there. Every time they did those confessionals, the camera's gonna be up close and personal, lower thirds. She was all in the top of the lower third. Well, I feel bad for both of them because they both um, talked about how they were getting death threats and everything in behind. And everybody should learn to chill the fuck out. Right. I saw that. Right. That That's ridiculous. Yeah. But this is the thing, though. Off the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Off the show. I feel like if off the show. Yeah. If you are a woman that's going to wear a wig or a lace front, it does need <laughs> to be right. I back here. Because... Like it's a, I know a lot of girls. Mm. I done slept with you a slept couple with them, but you won't date them. No, that was back then before I even knew what those things were. What you know, I just moved it down. Were, Nobody wore quick weaves like that in Texas County before I moved quick, there. Quick. <laughs> a quick weave, lace front, lace whatever front, the fuck weave. it is. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I hate them shits. But the not thing even a, a good sewing. Not if I can tell that it is. Oh, okay. So, and that's the thing. It's not supposed. It's great if you yeah. cannot tell if what it is, mm-hmm. right? So what do you call it if you can spot it a mile off? Because with diamond, because <laughs> with diamond, I spotted that bitch when they from a mile off oh on the God. show. So that's what I'm saying. Mm. What are we talking about? So we talked about diamond. Um, this is another thing that kind of caught me with the show. Diamond, when Odoo proposed to her, because you know we know the beginning and the end. We know that they didn't end up together. Yeah. We know why because he was gender fluid. He mm-hmm. wasn't upfront about it, and she wasn't really trying to date no niggas who had been poked or passed the poke alone. Well, without it being said, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like she did try to give him a chance. She did try to talk to him at least to find yeah. out, but he was already in his feelings about it. Yeah. So the conversation went. But left. this what made me feel bad when they first proposed. Even though I know the backstory, mm-hmm. Diamond told a story of seeing a ladybug early that morning, and her dad not being there. I thought. About and when that her dad too. died, she said she saw a ladybug, so she but, referenced ladybugs to her father. But she did say that. But hold on, she referenced ladybugs to her father. So the day that Carlton asked to marry her. She saw a ladybug earlier that morning. Mm. And so for that to happen, she tied those together. And she said that the ladybug was letting her know that everything was going to be okay. So, no, it didn't work out the way that they may have intended for it, but everything is okay. I just hated that part of it. Yeah. Another thing I'll say. It happens all the time. Yeah. Another thing I'll say is I am definitely a critic of love. I'm a critic of Mm -hmm. reality TV. I'm a a critic of movies. If you know me, I just critique everything. I'm the type of nigga that if it's a bullshit movie, I'm going to be like, yo, I got to go. Yeah. I can't watch this trash. Don't watch. I'll leave a movie. I'll leave a house. Mm-hmm. We know. If a if it's a bad movie in a rat hole, I'll leave a mouse. Okay. <laughs> but, but overall, mm-hmm. the show I liked it because when I did see Lauren and Cameron connect, mm-hmm. like I ain't even an emotional guy, but you can't. You must have a stone cold heart mm-hmm. if you can't see that and be like, "Yo, that's dope." Yeah, I'm glad they that happy. Right. Whether it's a TV together. show or whether it's real life. 
you should always welcome and enjoy and I exalt love, love. Story. Mm-hmm. because it's so it's not as much as it should be right. in the world and in relationships today with the whole dating thing exactly so we wanted to move right along to the business segment i don't know how long we've been talking good that was we put 20 minutes into that oh it seemed like a longer so the business segment i wanted to talk about am i taking this one too you you always take I'm the lead, with, I and I come in. Hard, I gotta give you a hard time. You know. So the business. This is a part of why we've been kind of slacking off over the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of months. No, not slacking no. off in the pos- podcast aspect. What mm-hmm. you laughing for? Because it's about to be a real conversation. Because you make it seem like we just ain't doing shit. No, what I'm. But even we, on the podcast, we part. went from five to six episodes a month to two. And we did we did two in January. We did two in February, mm-hmm. and we had just come off a break. But I just like to explain to the listeners because, I mean, it's a support. Mm-hmm. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this if we were still looking at 10 listeners. We wouldn't still be doing this if we was looking at 100. So that's what you I'm never saying. Know. People do it every day. Yeah, they do. But I don't have that kind of commitment for nothing. You did in the beginning. Uh, because I didn't intend for it to be anything. Okay. I still didn't, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But business, we've been trying to do a lot of things. We're trying to get back to the whole concept of Robert's Media Group, we want to get into more. The original concept. What was the original concept? Tell us about that. So I originally created Robert's Media Group to house all of your media endeavors. You know, back when you were in college and you (laughs) decided. I created. I did create it. I created it for you. Hell, you're the person that's making it happen. I created. I'm just giving you a heart. I'm just saying. Go ahead. You You did. Uh, But back when you first decided, oh, this is what I want to do. Because for one, I've never seen you gung-ho about any one thing in particular so when i saw that i was like oh okay we could do some things here so that's what it was created for to house all of your endeavors and my mindset was i wanted to help people tell their stories Mm -hmm. uh through visuals and kind of like what robert robert's media group stands for is create what is what is create control the narrative narrative. i always want to say create the narrative but control the narrative you can create it and somebody can still take control of it which is what happens now right so I just wanted people to, to I want to help people put out documentaries, short films, mm-hmm. you know. Everyday visuals. Yeah, webinars for some of the stuff we're working on with diversity. I want to get back into more live shows and just other little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got this upcoming project that we're going to be working on starting in April. I'm actually excited about it. Um, I think for the longest I put it off because I was nervous to do it. Yeah. But now I'm finally at a place where I'm like, okay, we got this. Yeah. You know, well. You've been had it, yeah. but I got this. And and now it, it's still what we're working on is basically a documentary. Still, we're also working on uh, commercials to put out, telling people what it is we do. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to work with the homie Ian. Um, I'll talk yeah. more about him after you know after the project done. is done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's dope to work with Ian. It's funny because I never thought starting with the documentary, the little clips that people have seen when we started this. I only thought, hey, I only want black people on board. We've talked about this. I only yeah. want black people on board because they'll see the vision and, you know, they'll understand it. They'll get ah. it. But you also have to have people on board who want to be there right. and who have a will to do it. And right. one thing I can say about Ian is the first offer he came to us with, I was just like, yo, that's a little steep for my pockets. You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, Well, no, that was the first, that was the initial research we did. Okay. So that was what, but. But either way, He's always been. But that's what I, that's why I want to yeah. give him his credit. Like the, the initial price points I was seeing, I was like. Yo, I can't afford this. I can't afford this and feed myself and run everything else that we got going on right. if I have to pay this one. This, right. This, I ain't got TV money. Right. So for him to continuously come back, mm-hmm. tailoring his offers without us asking, mm-hmm. not only because he loves and has a, a um, 
a work ethic to put out great things, mm. but he has a passion for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing I've always told you. I wanted to work with people who have a passion for something. And that's what I was going to say. Somebody that shares your creative direction as well. He does. So with that, um, we'll be talking about who we are as a people, who we are as Roberts Media Group, who we are a little bit individually and mm-hmm. some of the projects that we have coming up. Uh, we'll have a few people from or a couple of people from the podcast that'll be there to to talk about some of the things that they want to talk about and right. discuss. And yeah. Good so times. bad business. Oh, God. It's so along with the good us. business and always having business, we've had some bad business. <laughs> yeah. Where um, are we going to start? I would just say this. If you come to somebody, this is these are little notes you could just tips. jot down. Yeah, tips. Mm-hmm. If you come to somebody for a flyer or any kind of promotional things or stuff that you need, I think you should have your concepts in place. Right. I think you should have your concepts in place. I think your price point mm-hmm. should be in place. Um and I just think you should be more concise. Yeah. On points that you have mm-hmm. with your instructions because it's just kind of hard to gauge that. Um be concise. Yeah. Be concise. Because a lot of time is wasted if you have to continuously go back and forth, back and forth. And especially if you don't know what it is you want. Yeah. And then you just throw something out there, you get that, and then you see it, and you're like, oh, ah, that's I not what know. I want. Then you kick but it back, then, and then we kick you back something. And you even when we kick you something, you're still not able to tell us what you want. Right. And then you turn around and go for something hella generic. I could have created it all. <laughs> We could have had this done in 30 minutes or less. Like, why did you take us through this? Yeah, that's how I kind of <laughs> felt. And then also with business, anybody who elects to do business with us in the future as well, if we sign a contract, please read it. That's, I mean, there's nothing else to say about that. You know, with a, honestly, if I give you I like, If I give you a contract. You and I know that. Please read it. Other people know that. Thoroughly. It makes sense to Fine people print. when they hear it, but- History has proven time and time again that that is not something people do. And if you didn't read that motherfucker, don't sign it. Because when you sign it, anything that you say is null and void. And oh, whether you know nothing about it. And if you didn't read it, don't try to come for me. Because I'm locked and loaded. Uh, I'm ready for you. Uh, it's okay? Uh, it's just, <laughs> I, you know what, though? Being in business for myself has also taught me a lot of things. And this is off the topic of what we have. It's mm-hmm. taught me a lot of things. Yeah. I know in certain situations me and you have been into where emotionally we're in it and we get in the neck, we get into a negative headspace and mm-hmm. we're like, shit, like you yeah. want to go off. I think we've both gotten better with that. But I've come to, like, it's little cliche statements and sayings like it's just business. Oh yeah. It was literally nothing personal. Like mm-hmm. when I grew up, I used to see all these white men on these big movies mm-hmm. and when they would fuck a motherfucker over, they would always even they would fuck a nigga over that they just had barbecue with. Yeah. And they would turn around and say, It's just business. It's just business. It's just business, Todd. <laughs> That's it. It's just business. And tell, the other tell Mary and the kids I said, them. Hey. The other person respected them. They respected them because they got them before they got got. That's what I'm saying. But I think that goes back to also the original concept. Whenever we decided to like venture into the network side of RMG, we wanted it to be more of a family environment. So we went because it was grassroots. That's what I'm saying. So we went into it trying not to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. Trying not to charge niggas cheap, cheap, cheap prices. No, not cheap, cheap prices. I mean, it was affordable. No, high prices. Well, yeah, we tried not to. To charge them exactly. Yeah. And we was giving them cheap, cheap, cheap prices. <laughs> now that's the time. <laughs> yeah, <that's the> because <laughs> in my mind, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, like. So I guess to get in, in into, I don't mind getting into it a little deeper. When you have a podcast, because a lot of people want to have a podcast, uh-huh. you need an RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Most people go to SoundCloud. 
Yeah. You pay your $15 a month at the five, ep- five episodes because you have to pay yeah. to have an RSS feed and a platform to a house host, your stuff. Basically a host. Yeah, a host yeah. to house it. We have our own platform within Roberts Media Group, which is like a SoundCloud that hosts people mm-hmm. and creates the RSS feed. And we do the conversing as a small business with mm-hmm. people who are over our platform in New York and mm-hmm. California and wherever else they're located. Mm-hmm. So a fee should be paid to this service. You would pay SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To and house we, your honestly, to house your content. We did the first what two years? Free. Yeah. Free. What's that commercial? Free for free, free, free. <laughs> I mean we, And so then yeah. you decide to implement going forward. Because, because how can you build goals. a business without finance? Right. We can't keep carrying motherfuckers. Right. And yeah, that didn't go over too well, but it's okay. <laughs> I was told by my barber today that when I speak on the podcast and even my presence when I walk in and he's twice my size, he said, you're intimidating. Mm-hmm. And he said, you have a presence. I've been telling you that. But I never understand it when it's people that make more, have more or a bigger presence in my opinion, but people are nervous. Like, so I don't say a lot of things. Mm-hmm. When we handle business, I normally let you handle it because and you're I more. I get tired of that. Shit. I know you do because me, I'm just gonna be boom, 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 done. You paying, you're not paying. Bye. Yeah, and I end up having to deal with a lot of the back and forth that for nothing. And for nothing. When you can come in and just shut that shit down, and, and what, I can shut it down too. But you but try not to. I try not to because yeah. that's not my role. Yeah, it's a, every supervisor has a manager. Mm-hmm. They have to pass some up to the ladder, mm-hmm. and every manager has a boss. So at the end of the day. If you don't want to pay, you shouldn't be here. That's how I feel about it. On to the next thing. I'm done with bad business. Managerial styles. <laughs> I looked up on Harvard studies. Oh I love to God. look up Harvard stuff. Not saying Harvard is the only thing right, but if Harvard I mean, stated yeah, it, no. it's 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 going to be some it's good a evidence. Source. It's a legitimate source and there's good evidence behind it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about managerial styles because one thing we've also looked at with bad business is when it's you have bad business, be you got to look at yourself and right. say, how can we do better? Right. How maybe can we conduct business better? Yeah. I know that there are things that we both have done to where mm-hmm. when we put something out or when we say something and it's not received in a certain way, mm-hmm. we're both like, well, I'm going to just stop doing this. Well, or I'm going to not do this or I'm going to not do that. Over a period of time, yes. Yeah. But even with that, learning that it's business, mm-hmm. you do have to, we are learning to take the emotion out of it. Yeah, and just whatever happens. And try happens. to coach people. Right. So when I looked at Harvard, Harvard Studies had a, uh, they had six leadership styles and the first one was coercive, pace setting, coaching, democratic, affiliative, authoritative, those were the six. Yeah. I should have said authoritative with a little bit more ending. Right. And authoritative. And it's crazy because when you said you wanted to talk about this, I went out and took a quiz. Yeah. And just from the titles, like. My dumbass. Maybe I should have turned my chair facing this yeah. in the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. You should have. But anyways, <laughs> so just from the titles, I already knew which one I felt like I wasn't. Okay. But the very one you that I felt like. thought you weren't coercive, huh? No, 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 no. The very one that I thought I wasn't let me try turns out I am. So you, let me see what you thought you weren't. Okay. Just, by, just based on. on the title, not the description. Uh, coaching? No. What are you? Authoritative. 
authoritative mm-hmm. just so, because i never want people to think that i'm trying to tell them what to do yeah so when you hear that but word authoritative is different that's though. what i'm saying yeah author- and that's what i was so gonna it tell wasn't you. until i got the breakdown of it that i realized oh that is me so hey guys how about i give you the breakdown right about now yeah no not to be funny but the breakdown for it is coercive is do what i tell you mm-hmm. um they said it's a downside to the greater upside of a company so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be beneficial the other is pace setting um do as i do they say that also can destroy our culture because not being funny, everybody cannot do physically and mentally what mm-hmm. another person can do at all times. Uh, coaching. Coaching is more of a try this approach. And it said coaching leaders are great delegators. They're also willing to put up with short term failures, provided mm-hmm. they lead to a long term development. This style works best when you want to help employees improve their performance or develop their long term strengths. Mm-hmm. The next one is Democrat, which is what do you think? It's big on participation and builds trust and respect. Affiliative is people come first, motivates, builds harmony and successful style for for managing and then authoritative come with me. Innovative gives room for mistakes and good style. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need and and Harvard also said that they said mixture. you need a mixture. Mm-hmm. And they said the four that you should have is authoritative, affiliative, uh, Democrat and coaching. And see, that's what I realized that I need to be better. I t- I've always told you I'm not a good teacher. Yeah. I don't like to repeat myself. Like, you do not. I don't it, either. It, it irks me. Especially if the because shit's in I an go, email. Bad because business. I go out of my way to make shit plain from the jump. Yes. And if you come back and you ask me a question, when I'm it's like. it's in the statement already that you previously wrote. Bad <sighs> business. <laughs> That's just really frustrating. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like that either. And I know we both. I think one thing I've had to learn too and we both had to learn with business mm-hmm. is taking the personal and emotional side. Right. Like the same lens that you wear with your friends and family you cannot have that with business people exactly but it's hard to not have that because these niggas ain't paying you like family so then you'd be like whoo you should have saw if y'all had a camera on you you should have saw yourself you said you took like you was about to say one finger church i need to go to the p i need to go to the pp yes that's i think that's the most difficult part because it's like it's almost to a point or it was to a point where it's like bitch i'm doing you a favor i'm doing you a motherfucking like, favor ho <laughs> we get a little turn when we record from home you know what i'm saying the blunts is rolled <laughs> motherfuckers drinking from a bottle so, that's professional and then there's take your hair down happy hour <laughs> it's happy hour so yeah that that's I think the name that's of the podcast is happy hour it's happy hour okay gotcha don't forget that i won't because i was supposed to be a happy hour right you were now. sorry brenda <laughs> But yeah, so I think that's the big thing. I'm trying to work on being a better coach. It's yeah. just so irritating to me. I'm not a good teacher. So what do you think minds are? If you had to put four together? Um, I think you're definitely authoritative. Okay, that means come with me, innovative, yeah, give room you, for mistakes. Yeah, because you are... Uh, I do give room for mistakes. People, despite what people Thank think... Thank you, Hugo. You about to give me a compliment? Yes. Thank you. Despite what people think, you are very much all about the team. Like, even, even in situations with me and you, I'm like, so you'll patient. be doing something and... You'll be like, well, I want you here. And I'm like, I don't have to be here, but you always want to make sure that I get my shine. I always try to make sure you get your shine. And then also, I don't got time for random bitches and you being there just helps out. No, it really attracts more random bitches. And we both know that to be true. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's all I'm going to What's the next now. one? You, it's, I said um, four. You have yeah, to put them I'm together. Going, I'm going back to it. I it's right to... here. Authoritative. You said I was authoritative. Okay, I definitely don't think you're coaching. Uh, you're also a little You don't bit think of, I'm quite a You're also Coaching a is of, try this. How many times have I told some of these dumb motherfuckers, oh yeah, try right. this? Yeah, but that's on a when you want to basis. It's not all the time. Coaching. <laughs> wait, let me read coach, cause I, Cause coaching. Because you're coaching. You coach, coaching leaders are great delegators. I do delegate a task. Oh, I will yeah. relinquish my right. all your tasks They're, to me. They are also willing to put up with short-term failures. You have failed me, Artesia, and I have put up with that oh shit. Provided they lead to a long-term development. You have gotten better, have you not? Have you not? I mean, I have you not. Ha-ha. Okay, but you're definitely coercive. Do what I tell you. No. Yes. Do what I tell you. Yes. I'm not coercive. You, I'm going to do what I ask you, you to do. You have a little bit of coerciveness in I you. I say it's coercive. You have a little bit of it in you. Downside to the greater and you're upside. Very democratic. What do you think? Yeah. Big, see, always, all of this sounds contradictive, though. I'm asking, what do you think? But I'm telling you, do what I tell you. Because you have a pers- a persuasive, uh, what's the word? Presence about you. Man, I don't. And you know how to. You know how to talk. You know how to talk, you know how to talk to people to get them to do what you want to do. It's and yet I can't get my manager to no, bump listen, my pay up. Listen, it's been times too, we've been dead ass in the middle of a conversation. I'll be like, damn, this nigga is good. Because a conversation with who? With me when and we, you. Oh, like okay. when we're talking about things and well, what about and when stuff, you see me doing business and shit? Do you ever think you don't think I'm smart then? It's business, it's it rolls across. Okay, I just want to make sure. That's what I'm saying. It's I, all the way know, across the board. A lot of people want to give me credit for being funny. I want people no, to understand my intellect. But you have a way of talking to people to get them to do what you want to do. I'll take it. Yeah, you should. Okay. Are we done with this? Yeah. All right, because I don't think you was picking. The four I picked for myself was authoritative, affiliative, affiliative, democratic, and coaching. You left off. Because I am not coercive yes, and I am are. not pacing. Yes. You know what? Maybe I am. You're not pacing, but you're, yeah. You are. Maybe I am. You are. I'm trying to learn to listen when people tell me Thank otherwise. You. Thank you. Before we get up out of here, we almost at 40. Ooh, that yeah. was quick. Yeah, it was quick. It's 40 minutes. Oh. I told you, we, you know, this ain't in the studio. You got something you want to say? I need to light up real quick. I'm trying to figure out what this You have now been listening to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. Give us one break. We'll be one minute and we'll be uh, right back in the, in the morning. I feel free every day In my house, in my car, I love to play Got the best smoke on the West Coast in L.A. Smoking bum bum, going dum dum Screaming one love, got my L up Got the roller blunt, take a puff up with a diesel Maybe I am coercive But you know how when I've told you You're certain things and you don't see it Because you're looking at it because of the word Oh yeah That's what I think I've done Mm -hmm. And I just press record again so people can hear this because this is important. Mm -hmm. You talked about me being coercive. I really, I can't say that I'm not coercive in the business and managerial style. Right. Because I don't manage myself. Mm -hmm. I manage other people. Exactly. But I didn't like you saying that because, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to take that energy on from Mm -hmm. that word because when you speak of coerciveness or coercion, Mm -hmm. people look at it being manipulative Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. So that's why I didn't take that. I'm glad you said that because that refers to. No, 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 no. I'm not bringing it up. No, no, that's fine. I I don't know what you're about to say, but before I, let me round my point out because I'm coming back to your ass. When I talk to you sometimes. In our personal lives, I tell you things about yourself, That's and because of say. the word, I think I told you one day. I said you can be manipulative, and you said I am. Not, I, yeah, I, and like I, earlier today, you, you almost could have been a little like a little puppy in the cage. 
Yeah, you told me I was territorial Yeah, because I was like, yo, you can be manipulative But you didn't like it because of the word Mm. Don't scratch that nigga nose (laughs) (laughs) Because that just has such a negative connotation (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, back to break Before we get up out of here, I did want to give you some um, a couple of stories and story things time. that I've experienced. We should have something planned like story time, sure Anthony. Story add. time. Oh, I don't think. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you should have saw your face. I did. Okay, so since I moved here, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's always been some fiascos of some sort. It's been some shit every fucking time. It's always some shit wherever you are. I, it is. I feel like I got the worst fucking luck, and I've told you that. I feel like I have the worst goddamn and luck. I finally started to believe. I'm glad you, you like believe me. Ago. And I'm still fucking standing. <laughs> shit. I don't know who the fuck trying to take me out, but they trying. <laughs> so I had some new neighbors move in. Mm-hmm. They move in. I see them one day. Oh, it's a Mexican family. Mm-hmm. I like to preface this story by saying I have no, 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 never mind, no ill regards towards mm-hmm. Mexicans. Okay, good. But I saw us, you know, he came in, him and a girl, mm-hmm. Sundays, mm-hmm. maybe him, a girl, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 kids. Oh. It sounded like a little stand. <laughs> You was here that day and it literally sounded like a motherfucking stampede on the other side of that goddamn wall. And it's crazy because y'all walls are concrete. So it's it is. I said, how? (laughs) It's a loft. It's concrete. It's either hardwood floors or concrete floors. How do Mexicans make a concrete floor? I hope they can't hear you right now. No, they can't. That's the point. You can't hear me. You don't hear nothing. But we hear you. You hear their feet. Oh, okay. You don't hear them. I never hear them talking. Oh, okay. But it's always either a stampede or what I've come to find out, the guy's a producer next door. Yeah, because he was beating down the wall. The dude playing the music loud, back to the story, he's yeah. playing the music loud. That's what really gets me. Not the stampede of kids, not the slamming of the door next door, okay. but not the them walking so hard it sounds like they in my goddamn building right. or in my or place. coming in your door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, 11 o'clock at night, boom, 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 boom. music just... <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I'm feeling like the old motherfucker. Yeah, I'm reaching old. 40. Uh-huh. I'm the get off my yard guy now. Yeah. Maybe that's me. Turn that shit down. Friday night, 1 o'clock in the morning. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay. Saturday, same thing. Sunday, same thing. Mm-hmm. Monday, I've had it up to here. Whatever here is, wherever <laughs> you listening to this podcast at. Boom, 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 boom. I get off oh, work wow. in the middle of the fucking day mm-hmm. at 1 o'clock. Oh. I get off. I walk into my apartment. I'm excited. You know I'm excited when I can get in before 2 o'clock. I get to see Jalen and Jacoby. I get day. to see fucking, wow. I get to, <laughs> That means I get my work done, goddamn. <laughs> I get to see, um, what is that show, The Jump, mm-hmm. with uh, Rachel Nichols and yeah. Big Kendrick Perkins. I walk Big. in. I come in. I give me a drink, mm-hmm. smoke a little bit, take mm-hmm. my pants off. Some guys, they can act like they don't, but sometimes I walk around in my briefs with my shirt still on. Uh, I took my pants off, but I still got my work shirt on. So I'm walking around like I got a tall T on in this bitch. Oh I'm God. small. I'm, I'm, I'm being married. But boom, boom, boom. One o'clock. It just goes on for 15 minutes. I get ready to play NBA 2K. I feel like I, some of these people probably listening like, damn, this nigga got the life. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ready to play 2K. <laughs> I get ready to play 2K. 
boom, 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 just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I get up, I beat on the door. I mean, I no, beat on the wall. wall. I'm like, uh-huh. I hit that motherfucker hard. Mm-hmm. This nigga cranks it up loud. The whole wall shake. I literally feel like an old man. When I hit that, I said, boom. he said, boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh my God. I wanted to murder this nigga. I put my pants on so fast. I like, I'm stumbling to the door, putting my pants back on. Gotta get ready. I knock on the door. I started to like knock hard, but I, when I my knuckles got ready to hit the door, yeah. I caught myself. Yeah. And I said, don't make it worse than it may be. Right. So I just look at you. Knocked up. on the door. He came to the door. He leaned. He opened the door. He leaned up against the door and he was like, yo, what's up? Because he knew I knocked. Oh, he put some bass in his voice? Yeah, he said, yo, he don't talk up? like that. No, no. he don't because you met him the other day. <laughs> he said, yo, what's up? So I was like, I literally took a deep breath in front of him. I just said, Whew. I said, bro, no disrespect. Wednesday night. 10 o'clock, ba-boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Friday, midnight, ba-boom, boom, boom. Saturday, Sunday, today at 1 p.m., ba-boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, bro. Yeah. I said, the shit's loud, my nigga. He said, man, I'm a, I'm a music producer. I had a dude in from Cali. Mm-hmm. I said, bro, I run my own business, and I also work during the day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that shit at random hours when I don't even know that shit's coming on. Mm-hmm. I said, now, mind you, no disrespect. Mm-hmm. And it probably seemed disrespectful to beat back on the wall, but it sounded even more disrespectful for you to play that that loud knowing that you have neighbors. Mm-hmm. He said, I did take some disrespect to you knocking on the wall. I said, as you should, I meant it as such. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. Can we come to an agreement on maybe you coming to me knocking on the door when you about to go up mm-hmm. and let me know? Mm-hmm. So you can prepare yourself. So I can prepare thing. myself. Or... If I'm leaving, mm-hmm. I knock on the door and say, prime time, my nigga. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I think we could do that. Mm-hmm. I knew he was nervous because when I shook his hand after that, I was like, we good? He said, we good. So he was like, before you go, he's like, I always smell you smoking over there. He's like, I know you smoking some good. He's like, shit, I be having people in. My guy always come over. We always got weed, so come through. I mm-hmm. said, bet. Mm-hmm. We dapped up. I knew he was nervous because his hand was sweaty like a motherfucker. <laughs> so I come back in. I go back to my routine. Mm-hmm. The music goes down. I take my pants off. I get back to my thing. Still ain't took my work shirt off. Get ready to light up. Ba boom, boom, boom. But it was at my door. <laughs> so I'm, I put my pants back on. Run to the door. Why I'm, you put your pants on? You I didn't have no had pants a, on. I wasn't gonna answer the door. You should have had a robe or something. I figured it was him. Oh. My robe is in laundry. Oh. I went. I answered the door. I answered the door. He said, here goes some uh, old cookies, OG. Mm-hmm. He's like, peace pipe? I said, you right, goddamn right. So I came back in, I sat down, and I said, damn, what if he laced this bitch? I know, I thought about that when you told me. I thought about that for like 15 minutes. And shit. then I said, God be with me. He's going to call I me so, oh, this shit my, good. Yeah, that shit was good. I said, this is some good shit. I was like, it mellowed me out, and I can still move around in my day. That shit my nigga be giving me, that sit me down for a while. Yeah. I said, boy. Then he, when he, you, and then when you was leaving the other day, yeah, he saw you and he was like, "Hey, bro, we lighting up in there. You can come through if you want to." I said, "No, nah, I'm good, bro. Yeah. When I run out, I'll be you over there." You probably went over there. I didn't, but when <laughs> I run out, I'll be over there. Uh, a few before we get up out of here, a few more stories. One real quick, Facebook Marketplace. I saw one of my cameras. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like selling my equipment. But one thing I learned, Facebook Marketplace is a great place to sell product mm-hmm. if you want to move if some shit. If you have an Artesia in your life. Yes, yeah, so you can have people to help you out. And why she said that is because as I was going through this process on Facebook Marketplace, it was my first time. It is a lot of scammers out there. I had one bitch, old white bitch from Minnesota, <laughs> who built glass. 
But I saw it was, her profile. Oh, her, so her, and she had a lot of pictures of her and whoever her husband was. But they sent me a fucking MoneyGram, and they were like, "Hey, mm-hmm. send me the tracking number. When you send me the tracking number, we'll send you the re- the, the remaining the numbers, reference number, the reference like number for the MoneyGram." So involved. I was like, when I sent me the email, I was like, "This shit don't look right." I sent it to you, and I said, "Yo, tell me if this is right." You looked at it, cut that. You sent it back to me. You mm-hmm. said, these niggas is tripping. You should always have the last two reference numbers. I have called and I have thoroughly verified this. It can't. So I text the nigga back after we've been texting for 20 minutes about the camera. I done sent him pictures, whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm going to need you to send me the last two reference numbers. Mm-hmm. On, the, the last two numbers of this reference number so I can plug it through to MoneyGram because they're saying that I should have access to this whole number. Right. Because what I'm not going to do First is mail all, my shit to you. First they offered to send you way more than what you were asking yeah, for. Yeah, it was like, well, we'll s-. they asked me for that, and then it was like, we'll send you $100 to ship it. Right. Yeah. Sounded too good to be true. Right. That was my first seller. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is dope. It is still hot in here. Yeah, very. I need to call down to the front desk. Yes. I just wipe my head and I'm like, I have it on 67. Yeah, all this good money. And yeah. It's hot. Yeah. It's fucking hot. It should not be hot. That's what I told him the last time. I said, we pay too goddamn much yeah, to fucking don't do a have good any job issues. Of anticipating the At weather. all. It's hard. You can't anticipate it. Great thing of the story from Facebook Marketplace. I did find somebody. It was a young white dude from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He, I think it was Native American. Mm-hmm. But great kid. Sat down, talked with him, he came through, paid me the money. You, I also want to say thanks to you because I was just trying to get rid of it mm-hmm. and sell it. You told me to bump it up a few mm-hmm. hundred dollars. I did. It sold. Yeah. So quick, effective, and efficient. So Facebook Marketplace is a great place to sell stuff if you have quality shit to sell. I do want to talk about struggle meals. Mm. And the reason I want to talk about struggle meals is to all the adults who still have dealt with being poor from time to time, mm-hmm. I feel you. I thought about this the other day. You hear LeBron James and them talk about, you know, coming from a one-parent home, missing this and that. I heard Dame Dillard talking about that shit, Dame Mm -hmm. Lillard talking about that. But I was like, you know what? They had the skill to play basketball. Right. So at 18, 19 years old, maybe even sooner with boosters and shit paying for them, they no longer had that issue. Mm -hmm. And they made way more money than a lot of us are ever going to make in their first contract. And their first contract would be like $7 a year. Mm -hmm. Some people ain't going to never make that. Then their second and third or their fourth contracts like LeBron is 44, 42 million a year. Mm-hmm. Most of us ain't making that Mm-mm. in a year in our lifetime or our lifetime off his one year salary. Right. So I want to say hang in there, my brothers and sisters, because mm-hmm. even as a 30 some year old man and 30 some year old women, you have hard times. And sometimes you may look at yourself and say, God damn, mm-hmm. how am I at this point in my life? How did I get here? Right. I fucked up. I made some mistakes. No, even a motherfucker making a hundred thousand is struggling. Mm. Even a motherfucker making two fifty shouldn't be. Yeah, is struggling because you say shouldn't be, but when you're making two fifty, who's gonna tell you not to get that Audi or that Mercedes? You know what I'm saying, or whatever you want. Yeah, a hundred thousand dollar car. Then who's not gonna tell you not to get that one point five million dollar house? Mm. What I'm saying is, a lot of us. We don't know what a struggle meal is. Now, I grew up poor, and I tried to tell yeah, you I, certain times. Yeah. I tell you, I'd be you like, once I t- remember I told you, I said, at least one weekend out of the month mm-hmm. or one day out of the month, let them figure out what they're going to eat. 
Yeah. Don't buy them. Just test them motherfuckers because everything ain't well, gonna always be silver spoons they when they get, get that out. Experience, like they get that honestly on purpose. They get that experience with their dad because their dad grew up very. You know. That's one thing I've always I've always so liked we about have Tony a healthy because I think balance. that's important. Right. And whereas I'm more so like oh I'm cooking something different every day. Yeah. They have many options. Blah blah blah. But they need to understand. And he's all meals. like nah y'all about to get some rice and beans. You cannot take no day. <laughs> See. Some people would call that a struggle meal. Rice and beans is not a struggle meal. Rice <laughs> well, and beans mean you see, got something to eat. And see, that's a what struggle I'm meal. You told me rice about and syrup beans sandwiches. is a Mexican delicacy. And I was like, no, no, syrup no. sandwiches. Syrup sandwiches. Taking the bread after your mama done cooked sweet, uh, like the sweet potatoes, and dipping the bread in the sweet potato sauce or the syrup that's left. Hamburger helper. Ramen noodles, and you add whatever kind of meat you add, like the spreads in prison. Well, I eat ramen. Like I have had ramen noodles before, just because I wanted to eat them dipping like, bread in sugar yeah cereal with water or eating cereal by itself yeah i'm so thankful for my upbringing some of the shit i hated weenies bologna i used to think that shit was bologna and when i first saw the <laughs> word i was like bologna because like where do you get bologna at bologna. the a silent like a motherfucker <laughs> and the g it's is nowhere bologna. to be found bologna <laughs> why you <laughs> bologna that's what it looked like this bitch is sickle. <laughs> oh my god. I'm oh, you sorry. did hit the pipe on the break. Did you feel a little bit of it? Yeah. Woo, you is, oh my woo, god. You is tickled. But no, I I still want to try a syrup sandwich. Just to say I've had one. Bitch, you have a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, bitch, you have a cavity at no time. I know we normally in this bitch in the studio, but I gotta call these motherfuckers by my hair. It's hot and we is out this bitch. Woo! Enjoy this bonus. In my knees. I've been thinking about you since we met, I no ideas. If you're free tonight, I think that you should come see me. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got
got what it takes and whose dream ends here. Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.